Shalom to all. Today's office is Shalom Shviyas Tafayin Tess, and we are starting right at the top of the Amud with the brand new Perak. And in the Villain Source of it's on Chav Zayin Amud Beis. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Marsh Miriam Sarah Bas Yaakov Maisha, Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, there's one Shemitah related din that we have not yet spoken about Hashmat Ask Safim, cancellation of loans. And the Pasuk tells us, Shamait Kol Bal Yadai, everyone has a claim on his fellow, shall release it. And that means if somebody's owed money, Shemitah cancels this loan. Now, this is the Mitzvah's essay. However, there's a Loisa essay attached to this as well. As the Pasuk continues, he shall not press his friend or brother for payment. And this is the Isser of collecting a loan that was released by Shemitah. And we're going to see that automatic cancellation of the loan takes place at the end of Shemitah. In other words, once Shemitah passes, the loan is now null and void. And we're also going to see that this is limited to something that fits the description of a halva'a. But if it's not an official loan, it's not canceled by Shemitah. So without further ado, the Mishnah says, Shemitah cancels a loan that was written in a shtar, or even if it wasn't written in a shtar, it was just a verbal halva. Ruvain borrowed $100 from Shimon, and there's no paper documenting that, Shemitah is going to cancel that as well. However, the Mishnah tells us, Credit the person is granted in a store is not canceled by Shemitah. That's because it's not a loan. When Reuven walks into the local neighborhood of Makolet and he buys some food on credit and the guy writes it down, you bought some bread and milk and who knows what, that's not considered a loan and therefore Shemitah doesn't cancel it. However, if it was turned into a milva, so then Shemitah will cancel it. And how do we turn into milva? That's when the storekeeper makes a cheshbin of how much Reuven owes him. So the bread, plus the milk, plus the who knows what, that equals $50. And now that's considered a loan, and Shemitah will cancel that. However, Behuda and Rabbi Huda argues and says, Harish and Rish and Mashmit, as the fellow makes subsequent purchases, the previous ones will be Meshamit by Shemitah. For example, when Reuven comes to the Makalan on Sunday and buys bread on credit. So that's not considered a loan yet. However, when he comes back the next day to buy milk, the assumption is that he's going to be coming in to pay for the bread from yesterday, and now the milk will be put on credit. So that means that the bread from yesterday is now considered a halva, and therefore Shemitah will be Meshamit it. We continue, Schar Sachir, Ein Meshamit, money owed to a worker for doing a job will not be canceled by Shemitah. However, if it's turned into Alva, they make an official statement, okay, you're owed so-and-so money, so then it's officially Alva, and Shemitah will cancel it. Now, Rabbi says, any work that this fellow is doing that stops on Shemitah, meaning there's no more work for him, or the work officially stops, so then Shemitah says, will be Meshamitah. But if it doesn't stop on Shemitah, and it continues going through, so Shemitah is not Meshamitah loan. Now, before continuing Mishnah, the following introduction is important. We know that Rosh Hashanah is two days. And why is that? The Torah says that really it's one. And the answer is because back then, the new month was made official by Bezdin being Makadeshit based off of testimony from Adim who saw the new moon. And every month was really a toss-up. Order Shchadish be on the 30th day, making the previous month 29 days, or on day 31, making the previous month 30 days. And this doesn't have much of an impact for the rest of the year. But on Tishrei, it does, because Rosh Hashanah is the first of the month. It's the first of Tishrei. And due to the suffix of when Adim would come, two days of Rosh Hashanah are observed. Now, if Adim came on the first day, that means that it's the first day of Tishrei. But if Adim came on the second day, that means that the first day was really the last day of Elul of the previous year. And so now knowing this, the Mishnah says, If someone shechs a cow on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and he distributed its parts to his friends on that first day of Rosh Hashanah, and now they owe him money for that meat, and obviously they can't pay him on Rosh Hashanah, and they would pay him afterwards, well, if the month, meaning Elul, was extended, making it a 30-day month and not a 29-day month, so then Shviyas is Meshamitet, because it's considered a loan that was given on the last day of Shemitah, and when we come to the next day, well, that's already considered the first day of the new year, so that means that this loan was already canceled by Shemitah. Vimlav, if not, meaning if Adam came on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, ain't a Meshamit, so Shviyas is not Meshamit this loan, because that means that this loan took place the first day of the new year, and it didn't take place during Shemitah. The mission continues, someone who violated a woman and has to pay a certain knas for that, or someone who seduced a woman and has to pay a knas for that, or someone who's Mitzi Shemra on this 
wife that he married, claiming that she wasn't a basula, and he has to pay a kanas as well. And furthermore, v'chol ma'isa bezdin, any ma'isa bezdin, which we'll explain in a moment, and in mashmitin, they're not canceled by shemitah. Now, the first two are not canceled by shemitah because they're considered a kanas. It's not considered a loan. And a ma'isa bezdin, which is when bezdin writes an official psak, for example, Ruven owes Shemin $100, that's also not canceled by shemitah because that's kegavoy dummy. It's like it's already been collected, and therefore shemitah is not mishamitah. Similarly, hamavah hamashkain, someone who lends money to his friend and he receives a mashkain, a collateral in exchange, or someone who hands over their shtaris for bezdin to collect in mashmitin, shemitah does not cancel that loan either. That's because in both of these situations, they are kegavoy dummy. They're like they're collected. Since he was mava alamashkain, he has a collateral. So that's already like the collection of the loan. And also, when a person gives his shtaris over to bezdin, and now they're in the rishos of bezdin to collect, shviyas is not mishamet that either. And we're going to see why that is in the gemara. So gemara ahintasman bezdin atav tells us hashviyas mishamet as v'chulu, and we analyze the first part of the mishnah nicha shaloi b'shtar. We understand that a loan that was not written down in a shtar is canceled by shemitah. However, b'shtar if the loan was written down in a shtar v'yasekim of alamashkain v'loyem mishamet, it should be considered like halva that has a mashkain and shviyas should not be mishamet it. And that's because we know there's a chrais in a shtar. There's an insurance policy, if you will. When a person writes a loan down in a shtar, he's mishabed his property to pay for that loan, and that shibud on the property is considered like a mashkain. So why is a loan written down in a shtar going to be canceled by shemitah? So Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon answers, Tiftar, we can explain it as follows, b'shtar she'em by a chrais nechasim, uchreb meyer. We're talking about a shtar that does not have a chrais nechasim written in it. It doesn't have this insurance policy written in it, and this is going like shitas rav meyer, that unless a chrais nechasim was explicitly written in a shtar, there's no a chrais nechasim, and therefore it's just like a milval pet. Now this can't be the rabbanon, because rabbanon argue with rav meyer and hold that even if there's no a chrais nechasim explicitly written in the shtar, still every single shtar has automatically built into it a chrais nechasim. I think Mark is also of the Kumi Rabbi Echanon. A story like this came in front of Rabbi Echanon. B'shtar she'em by chrais nechasim. It was a shtar that did not have a chrais nechasim written in it. Vahiri mishamet, and he paskened the shviyas is mishamet this loan. And Omar he explained the bnei she'anu made them an halacha anu oisan oisai. Just because we learned from this halacha, we're going to paskin like that. Meaning just because we said our mishnas are bayer, which should tell us that we paskin like the rabbanon, and that would mean that shviyas is not mishamet the loan. And that's what it means by lemaidin min halacha. We're not going to actually paskin like that and take money away from the fellow who borrowed it. We don't have any source telling us that that's actually the halacha. It's just a diuk from the Mishnah, and therefore we're not going to take money away from the live However, Amar Vimya, Ravimya argues and says that really our Mishnah could be the Rabbanon. So why is it that Alva written down in Ishtar is going to be canceled by Shemitah? That's because we're going to be talking about the following Bishain like Karka. He doesn't have any Karka, and therefore it's not considered like Maval of Ashkain. Ha, im Yashlai Karka. However, if the borrower has Karka in a Mishamit, so then you're right. Shemitah is not going to cancel that loan because it's like Maval of Ashkain. However, Amar Vyasi says, I feel Yashlai Karka Mishamit. Even if he does have karka, Shmita will cancel that loan. And then where explains, I said, Rabbi Yaisi ki Rav. Rabbi Yaisi holds like Rav. Amar Rabbah b'shem Rav. Rabbah said b'shem Rav. Yichit like karka. The proper gear says, Eina mishamet. If when Ruvain borrowed money from Shimon, he was miyachet a particular piece of property, you're going to collect from here. So then Shmita is not mishamet alone, because like a mashkain. And what do we learn from here? Loi Amri. This is only said. Elo yichet loi. If he was miyachet a particular piece of land, you're going to collect from here if I don't pay you back. The proper gear of the following is Ha'im loi yichet loi mishamet. But if he was not miyachet a piece of property for him, so then Shemitah will be Mishamet alone, even though Achrayas Nechasim is officially built into here, since there isn't a particular piece of property that's going to be collected from, it's not considered like Ma'val Amashkain, and therefore Shemitah will be Mishamet Now, once we mention the particular piece of property that's designated to be collected from, we continue talking about this, nothing to do with Shemitah. A person who's Mishamet a particular field for his wife to collect her Ksuba from, and then she went and sold that, and now it's time for her to collect her Ksuba. If she wants to 
collect from that field, which she had sold, or if she wants to collect from other properties that her husband has that are B'nai Chayrin, they're free. It's not like they were sold to anybody else. She could collect from either of these two. And Omar Avila, Avila says, Hey, Reb Lazar, Kehain Tanoya, Reb Lazar Paskin, like this Brysa. However, Chavraya Bayon, the colleagues of Chum in the base Medrash asked, She should only collect from the Chasm Mishubadim, meaning from this piece of property that was designated for her Ksuba. Since her husband said, This is for your Ksuba, why should she be allowed to take from other property that the husband has? This is something that was designated for her Ksuba, and even though she sold it, it's still considered Mishubad to her Ksuba, so she should have to go back to the Lakuchas and take it from them. She shouldn't be allowed to take from other properties that he has. However, Amalan Rav Yesi, Rav Yesi told them, There's B'nai Chayrin, free property, right in front of her. And again, this free property is a husband's. It just means it's not Meshubit to anybody else. And you're telling me that she should dafka go to the property that's Meshubit that she already sold to somebody else? Why would she do that? She should collect from the B'nai Chayrin. And we further explain Masnisen, this Brisa that tells us that she could collect either from the property that was designated for her or from other B'nai Chayrin, that's only B'Shaloi Omar Law if he didn't tell her the following, that you're only allowed to collect from this. Avalam Omar Law, but if he told her, you're only allowed to collect from this piece of property, so then she's only allowed to collect from it. Because when he's so specific and he says, you're only allowed to collect from this property, so it's very clear, she's only allowed to collect from that property and from nothing else. However, if he tells her a slightly different Lashayin, you can collect from this property, so that means that that property is Meshavah to her, but if there's other properties as well, she could take from those if she wants. And that's the difference between these two Lashonas. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about similar cases. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.